I just um, had uh, some odd thoughts here and there uh, about the year that we've just finished. And it's been a, an odd year in various ways. As a fellowship, um, for in the last two years, I suppose, really, we've had what seems to have been at times a bit of a battering and at times great blessing. Uh, and uh, we just look forward to all that God has for us in the coming year. But it's very easy to be wrapped up in our own concerns, particularly if we feel that there is little or nothing we can do about the what seem to be the greater uh, things of, of the world. And internationally, it's certainly been uh, a year to sit up and take note of. Only two or three days ago in the papers, somebody had written an article saying these are the years in the last century and up until now which people will really take note of. Uh, 1914 was one of them. 1939 was one of them. Uh, There were one or two others, but 2016 was listed as uh, one of these years where there have been fairly profound world events um, which are going to affect us in one way or another. And certainly the vote to do with the EU and the election of Donald Trump are world events that we cannot say don't affect us. Um, the latter one, uh, Donald Trump, some people might say, well, it won't really, but it will affect us in one way or another. Uh, we read the news and we uh, wonder if the Cold War is as uh, over as we had hoped. And we hear of cyber spying, again, only in the last day or two. There have been the, um, the accusations of hacking uh, and that leading to um, the deliberate dissemination of lies. The new phrase, I heard, heard it this morning on the radio, is a post-truth, isn't it? Is, uh, have you come across that one? It is um, where politicians say anything they like, whether they believe it or not. It doesn't have to be true. It's taken eventually as truth, and people go along with it. But we've seen bitter violence, and we've seen genocide, and millions fleeing for their homes. We've seen huge problems, and we say to ourselves, where will it ever end? We wonder what we can do about the world's problems. And it seems that actually there's very little we can do, except pray about them. So we do pray, but they still seem to go on. And there are still upheavals and problems. And the world asks, where is God in all this? Well, I'd ask you to think back over the past 30, 40, 50 years, uh, just looking round. Um, I know I'm not quite the oldest here, but um, I am very, very close to being the oldest, I think. Uh, I was born in the middle of the war, and I know that, 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 that um, there are one or two other... Can I just have a show of hands to those who were born during or before the war? Good question. Good question. Thank you, Steve. Just, just as a, a matter of interest, 
there are probably three or four of us who were born during or before the war. So everybody else, you won't actually remember some of the things that I just wanted to, to try and remind us of. Um, over the past years, there have been things like, I, you, you'll all be familiar, well, actually, um, you won't be that familiar, to, to a couple of you anyway, with um, the, the IRA terrorist problems. You, you'll, you'll have known about them, but you won't perhaps have registered them much at the time. You won't have known about the Biafran War. You won't have known uh, some about the Aoka terrorists or about the Mau Mau terrorists and... Sorry? The Falklands War. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about some years ago now. The, the um, apartheid uh, is a, 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 another sort of world crisis or a crisis which... Uh, can be uh, remembered. There have been. Um, uh, there was an energy crisis in 1973, a shortage of, of fuel, and so on. Just think about those. They've all passed, and eventually, these crises, these wars, these disturbances, rebellions do pass. So what makes the difference? Why does it happen? Well, I believe, this is, this is me, that in the same way that today we pray about world situations, and we pray about not just world, but our own problems, we pray about these things, <clears throat> that throughout Christian history, that people have prayed. We're not the only ones praying about these problems. And that for all of these situations, people have been praying. Christians have been bringing these matters before the Lord. And as men and women of goodwill are raised up, then these problems are dealt with. They are not always dealt with in a way that we might expect. Um, I, I wonder perhaps how many thought that uh, apartheid would end in rebellion, tremendous civil upheaval, and so on, and perhaps didn't expect it to be ended with Mandela being uh, freed from prison and leading, leading the nation. But these things do happen. And as Christians, we have our Father... God's assurance that whatever evil and mayhem may, to, may occur in the world, ultimately all these things are in his hands. And I do believe that the power of prayer does work and that God does listen to these. So what as Christians can we do and how should we be reacting to what are scary world events at times, and particularly at this time. How should we be thinking about the coming year? Well, for a Christian, I think what we do is don't panic, number one, trust in God and pray. And it seems to me that that is, is the way that as a Christian we can deal with these world problems. 
And I want to end with um, this little bit with a video clip. It contains, as part of this video clip, a few lines which will be familiar to uh, perhaps to, to many of us here. You'll recognize it when you hear it. The whole clip is from the king, King George VI's Christmas speech in 1939. Remember, Britain was at war, in the phony war with Germany. Uh, There were dark and uncertain times ahead. And though we're not in exactly the same circumstances, nonetheless, we are in a time of considerable uncertainty and upheaval. So, Steve, could we uh, see this? Remember that the king, if any of you have seen the film of the king's speech, um, had a terrible stutter. And it it does, you can hear it a little bit in here, but but his hesitation is from that. Thank you, Steve. The men and women of our far-flung empire working in their several vocations with the one same purpose. All our members of the great family of nations which is prepared to sacrifice everything that freedom of spirit may be saved to the world. Such is the spirit of the empire, of the great dominion, of India, of every colony, large or small. From all alike have come offers of help, for which the mother country can never be sufficiently grateful. Such unity in aim and in effort has never been seen in the world before. I believe from my heart that the cause which binds together my people and our gallant and faithful allies is the cause of Christian civilization. On no other basis can a true civilization be built. Let us remember this through the dark times ahead of us. And when we are making the peace for which all men pray, A new year is at hand. We cannot tell what it will bring. If it brings a peace, how thankful we shall all be. If it brings us continued struggle, we shall remain undaunted. In the meantime, I feel that we may all find a message of 
encouragement in the lines which in my closing words I would like to say to you. I said to the man who stood at the gate of the year, give me a light that I may tread safely into the unknown. And he replied, go out into the darkness and put your hand into the hand of God. That should be to you better than light and safer than a known way. May that almighty hand guide and uphold us all. There are a number of verses in the Bible which speak of renewal and of God's purposes. I just want to pick out uh, a few. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future, Jeremiah. And in Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Isaiah. Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face Always remember the wonders he has done, his miracles and the judgments he pronounced. One Chronicles. And then Psalm 37. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. I want to finish with a, a prayer that Billy Graham wrote. Remember that the American elections are every four years, even, uh, even years. And in 2008, it was the first of the uh, Barack Obama uh, elections. Billy Graham wrote this uh, letter, which was published in the Saturday Evening Post. And I have made one very small change in it. But as you'll hear, it is absolutely relevant for today. Our Father and our God, as we stand at the beginning of this new year, we confess our need of your presence and your guidance as we face the future. We each have our hopes and expectations for the year that is ahead of us, but you alone know what it holds for us 
and only you can give us the strength and the wisdom we will need to meet its challenges. So help us to humbly put our hands into your hand and to trust you and to seek your will for our lives during this coming year. In the midst of life's uncertainties in the days ahead, assure us of the certainty of your unchanging love. In the midst of life's inevitable disappointments and heartaches, help us to turn to you for the stability and comfort we will need. In the midst of life's temptations and the pull of our stubborn self-will, help us not to lose our way, but to have the courage to do what is right in your sight, regardless of the cost. And in the midst of our daily preoccupations and pursuits, open our eyes to the sorrows and injustices of our hurting world and help us to respond with compassion and sacrifice to those who are friendless and in need. May our constant prayer be that of the ancient psalmist. Teach me, O Lord, to follow your decrees. Then I will keep them to the end. We pray for our nation and its leaders during these difficult times and for all those who are seeking to bring peace and justice to our dangerous and troubled world. And we pray for your hand and protection on all those who serve our nation in so many different ways. Bring your divided nation together and give us a greater vision of what you would have us to be. Your word reminds us that blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord from Psalms. As we look back over this past year, we thank you for your goodness to us, far beyond what we have deserved. May we never presume on your past goodness or forget all your mercies to us, but may they instead lead us to repentance and to a new commitment to make you the foundation and centre of our lives this year. And so, our Father, we thank you for the promise and hope of this new year. And we look forward to it with expectancy and faith. This we ask in the name of our Lord and Saviour, who by his death and resurrection has given us hope, both for this world and the world to come. Amen. I make no apologies for having looked backwards to look back at, at the King's speech in 1939 and back to 2008 to uh, Billy Graham's uh, prayer there. For it reminds us that although all things pass, as I've said before, except God and except the steadfast love of the Lord, which never changes. And we can look backwards and forwards and see that love 